When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 714 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Askren and the capo, Christopher Moltisanti, coming off a neck injury. A little bit of a scare here. Check out our man, J.D. Raider. Pulled off the Moltisanti. If you watch The Sopranos, it's it's pretty spot on. Um, iconic uh, outfit here for J.D. And he robbed Andrew Spay's closet of sunglasses for to really right. perfect the look. Um, J.D., what went into the what went into the costume here? Uh, I like the Sopranos, and uh, this neck brace was like twelve bucks. So there you go. That's about it. And I had a gray T-shirt and sunglasses. So is it? Uh, so is it comfortable? Like, does it give you something? It's extremely rare, uncomfortable. Rest your chin on. Oh, it's are uncomfortable. You do, are you gonna do the whole show? Oh yeah. Sometimes Ben has Shame to, stuff. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, Ben sometimes can't hold it. So we'll see who's the true. Mentally toughest athlete here by who? Uh, I'm coming after can... Wade Boffman's title. <laughs> He's going after Wade hey. Boffman. <laughs> Just no one's going after that anything. title. So we were uh, in Iowa yesterday. Not we, unfortunately, but we had our guys Andy Hamilton, Kyle Klingman, or at least Kyle Klingman there on the scene for Iowa Media Day. Uh, a lot of good stuff. I haven't got to even watch it all yet, but was li- listened to the Tom and Terry interview. Listened to a little bit of Spencer's interview, and Tom and Terry. Uh, well, we'll just play the video, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Let's let's, let's, let's do just it. play it. Tom Brands, we're at the Iowa Wrestling Room. God, 11,600 season tickets sold. What does that mean to you guys? That's the rumor. So good. There's, it, yeah, they're saying it could go to sell out. I talked to some guys walking up the stairs there, and they were pretty uh, – Fired up and confident that it was probably going to be called a sellout season ticket sale. So every duel would be a sellout, which would smash the existing per meet record as well, or total attendance. So good. And then we're going to wrestle down in Texas. Got that, you know, that Oklahoma State yeah. duel that they set up down there. And there'll be a lot of fans watching Hawkeye wrestling live, seems like. Why this do our job. Yeah, why this year of all the, to get the potentially sell-off for season tickets? I think the potential of the team that we have and, and um, up and down the lineup where our guys are uh, they're highly ranked and 
Um, people are intrigued by this team and this program right now, and we got. Tom said it. We got to deliver, and that's that's really where it's at. All the fans in the world don't win wrestling matches if you don't wrestle hard and smart. And we we have to deliver. Meaning, whoever's at those individual, those ten individual weight classes, they need to deliver for themselves and their future. Okay, so eleven thousand six hundred season tickets Boom. sold already. They think they're gonna they could potentially sell out all tickets as season tickets. Cover capacity is fifteen thousand fifty six. Dang, they that raise be. the price then. Raise some more money. Yeah, I think they are super duper affordable. Um, so that is just insane. Um, and want- but it kind of makes sense. I mean the. Being deprived of last year, they win. It's such a big they win. That's their yeah. home slate is good. I mean, they've got. Um, I know they have Penn State at home. Iowa wrestling schedule. Let me pull that up here. Yeah. Um, Fortunately, I know. I know. I, know I told some of my uh, some of my under ninth graders to uh, that they should go to the Penn State Iowa meet. Uh, I'm sorry, and I think they told me something something like. If they bought the ticket on eBay or somewhere like that, it was more expensive to buy like two of those tickets than it was to buy two season tickets. Yeah, I kind of believe it. Some, something insane. to that effect. So they went and bought the season tickets. There was a it, it, um, when Iowa State played UNLV in Vegas this year. It was cheaper to buy UNLV season tickets than single season tickets that came. So Iowa State fans were buying season tickets to UNLV. Yeah, so season tickets. I mean, I don't want to. We might sell the season tickets today because season tickets are eighty five dollars. You're gonna sell the Penn State Iowa ticket for much more. Eighty five dollars. Scalpers, scalpers might just go ahead and buy the rest of the season tickets and then just turn around and sell that one ticket. Where do you get those? I may buy some right now just so I can take (laughs) the Penn State duel. (laughs) Yeah, eighty five bucks. Well, I thought we were covering the Penn State duel, me and you, piles. Well, Caleb's got to sit somewhere. Hmm, we can't have him be our lackey and like go get us coffee or something. Okay, we can go do get that. us some coffee and dip and dots, Caleb. He is ten and he does know how to buy dip and dots. Um okay, yeah, we'll get him there. Okay, it we'll is figure uh, something out. I just I went to Hawk I just typed in Hawkeye season tickets that took me to the ticket office and then there you go. Boom, fine Dang. tickets. So there's obviously a lot of excitement and energy around Iowa wrestling this year for good reason. They're the number one team by a pretty a solid margin, not uh one that can't be threatened, but uh, dang, um, yeah, that's that is just ridiculous. So, going to be I'm a lot on their of fun. Season ticket page year. here, Christian. Yeah, and they let you see like what you could pick your seats, you know. Oh, and there is not. They're all. If you want tickets, you're up up on the top, up in the back there. Yeah, they're not. There is not a lot. Harbor's not so big that if you're at the top, you can't see what's going on. No, it's a good seat. It's a good seat. Yeah, good place. Decent place to watch yeah. wrestling. It turns out. Um, yeah. Spencer Lee was not uh, really remotely forthcoming about the injury stuff, uh, at least in the part I listened to. He just says he's healthy, um, which he's obviously not going to get into those details. But um, sounds like he's healthy and going to be able to wrestle this year. You know, obviously he went viral for his winning NCAs with no ACLs. Most humans mm-hmm. have two. For those of you keeping track at home, so. You got to assume now they're talking about the the print. He's going to have a test right away. You know, Patrick Glory is, you know, one of the top three or four guys at the weight. And at Midlands some years ago, they gave him a 
reasonably tough match by Spencer's standards. So excited to see that first opening test for Spencer if he goes. Yeah. Hey, Dana White gets to meet Hasbulla in Abu Dhabi, P.S. Pretty sweet. He did, he did what? <laughs> he gets to he meet Hasbulla. You know Hasbulla's my hero. He's, uh, he's your hero? He's cooled off. The, uh, the Hasbulla train's cooled off a little bit. For real? This summer. I'm, I'm in Hasbulla. Spencer Lee set it up. You said everyone wants to fight yesterday, Chris, and after Jordan Burroughs posted that tweet. I'm in for Hasbulla. Spencer Lee. Yeah, I kind of feel like we are partially responsible for this uh, runaway we're train. Responsible. Of yeah, we're okay. We're wholly responsible for this. Um, <laughs> uh, let's just be honest. And so Jordan tweets out yesterday morning, "I want to do one fight before I retire." Now everyone either wants to be adjacent to Jordan and be on the card, and Bo Nickel says you don't really want to fight, and then Richie's like, "Oh yeah, well I'll fight you," and <laughs> also good luck. Um, Reese wants to fight. Reese wants to fight somebody, but like a YouTuber, I think. I don't think he really wants someone like super seasoned. So, and now I think Lauren maybe wants to fight Jordan because he's tweeting about fighting. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of, uh, it's very a cantankerous group of people. And um, hopefully no one gets injured. I think in all what it shows is everyone, want, everyone wants just to fight. Fighting's fun. Why not, Christian? You got. I asked you who you wanted to fight. Yeah, uh, a growing debater. <laughs> yeah, and, now, and look what happened. This is what Bader would look like if we fought. And look what happened. He t- he called out Bader, and now he's in a Nick brace and shades. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think Dylan Dennis is is the perfect opponent. I, I actually, I actually don't think Dylan. He would Dennis just never fight. fight. Okay, well, yeah, Dylan Dennis wouldn't say yes, but in the case that he did say yes, yeah, you don't want a good actually, submission, a good jujitsu. Okay, dude. listen, and so you have specifically, to... specifically, let me say one thing, Christian. Specifically, leg locks. And if Jordan, this is going to be Jordan Burrow's thing, right? Leg locks can cause a long-term injury. Um, and obviously Jordan's best, you know, he would want to take someone down and then just punch him in the face a whole bunch of times. Yeah. And listen, I'm not saying Dylan Dennis is a good chance. I'm saying if there is a chance, you know, the safer fight would be against another wrestler who's maybe not as good of a wrestler or a striker would be the best matchup. The strikers generally have terrible, terrible wrestling. And they're not good off their back. So a striker is the best matchup that you know he could face up with. Well, I think but, you missed the, Jordan's main point in all this is to make money. So you gotta yeah. you have to have an opponent that is going to of course be Mike Tyson. Yeah. yeah. So like a wrestler that's not as good as Jordan. Like I don't know what a wrestler not as good as Jordan or better than Jordan that would garner major major financial attention from yeah someone. So yeah, Dylan. Knowing how to like break legs pretty well is not ideal, but it's about getting paid. Yeah, you know, I think it'd be a good idea. Lauren may have vetoed the whole thing. No fun. I don't know. I don't want him to fight. I'm with Lauren. No, I want to see it. No, I don't want him to fight. I anyway. mean, if he wants to do it one time, I don't want him to go there as a career. I mean, I, I guess I'm a little bit confused, Christian, because he said you know number seven is. Uh, I don't know what he said. He said something like, I wake up every morning thinking about number seven or I'll figure out what else after number six. Something to that effect. I don't recall exactly what the wording was. But then why are we why are we doing this detour? Like maybe because when he's I'm not, done it's not, it's with number fun. seven. He's not gonna he's not gonna take a flight within and, the year. No way. So no. I think that's what Bo Nickel was saying. So I think that's what Bo Nickel was saying. Was he, Bo Nickel essentially I think went on in a later tweet said like, well, if you want to do it, you, you would have done it. People would have made you an offer already, and you would have accepted and just did it one time. But you probably don't really want to do it. I think that's what Bo was saying. Yeah, maybe not. Um, 
I, I thought it was a pretty bold tweet from Bo Nickel. Really? So, I mean, I think a lot of people thought it was um, maybe more offensive than I, I think he made, well, meant it out to be. Well, you, there, there's the way, and this is the main issue with Twitter, among, among the main issues, but there's no nuance, there's no tonal, you, you're just kind of assuming tone there. Like, I don't think you actually do. It's like, the way to read that, another way to read that is like, How do you know what his t- tone was? It's Twitter. Ex- exactly. I don't know your tone. Just like you don't know his tone. So you took his tone as, I, you probably don't really want to fight because you would have at this point. Some other people could take it as, you don't really want to, you don't want to do the fight game because you don't maybe have what it takes or you don't want to do it because it's not going to go well for you or this or that. So mm-hmm. the, it's totally up to interpretation. Um, and Jane, he also might have taken my Twitter advice. Cause I said sometimes you got to put some ambiguous stuff up there and let people argue about it. Yeah, that's – and uh, someone actually <laughs> tweeted me that exact comment. He's like, he took a page out of Ben's book and just tweeted something and just like dropped it and left. Yeah, that's great. It's boom, and then everyone – You inspired him on the show. Wow. Not only have we healed, now now you're, you're a social media mentor. Inspiration. It was Absolutely. funny. Actually, Spencer Lee – in his, um, it, they're talking about NIL and this and that, and he basically mm-hmm. was like sort of echoing Jordan's sentiments about, hey, if you win first, then all the, if he said, it, something to the effect of if you hit your goals, the, the money will come after that. So that's what I'm, I'm focused on right now, which was yeah. very reminiscent of what Jordan was saying uh, a couple of days ago. It's easy, easy to say that when you, when you win more than anyone. It, it, yes, it is, but it's, it's a good formula. I, no, I think that's not, one. I think that's one thing for these super super elite elite yeah. elite guys. It's like, well, just just win everything, and then there's people that don't win everything, but still <laughs> want to make some yeah. some level of money. It's, it's not it's not untrue, obviously, but there can only be six Olympians. There can only be ten world team members. There can only be ten NCAA champions. That's it. So. That by definition, if we're saying they have to do that to make money, there's only going to be 10 people making money. And I'm sure more kids than that in college want to make money, right? They're living at – most of those college kids are living at like the poverty level. They're really not making a lot of money. So for them, an extra couple thousand dollars even is a, is a big deal to a lot of them. Hey, you know what? That kind of like, – we, we should circle back on this actually now that we kind of brought it up is um, I, think, I think we as a group kind of collectively predicted it in that – the NIL has not been very prosperous for tons of people, right? We've, we've seen some deals, but it's not like, oh my gosh, everyone in wrestling is making money in college. I mean, how many people, how many people actually got nice, solid deals? Well, I don't think we know the finances for any of the deals. So how would we know? Well, I mean, I think you could just assume if they're not with the major company, then it's not going to be that much money. I mean, what's some random, uh, what's that sandwich place in, uh, that you like in Texas? Oh, P. Terry's? Burger place. P. Terry's. Like, yeah, I mean, what are they paying? Something like $50 and a couple of hamburgers a month? You know what I'm saying? If it's, unless yeah. it's a big company, they're not paying you a lot of money. No. Who signed with the big company? Uh, Spencer Lee. Um, Gable. Gable. Um, Who's Ferrari signed with? Gucci. Gucci. Pop. <laughs> Ferrari. Um. Ben is in no mood for jokes, Mr. Maltesan. No jokes. No jokes. Um, well, who else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think it's going to be Nobody. sort of slow. I think the companies yeah. are sort of figuring it out too. 
so it's not like you flip a switch. So there's no brainer things like okay, get Spencer Lee affiliated with your wrestling yeah. brand. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but there's some. Yeah. It's like, well, how much can this guy who's an All American for this team really? So there's gonna be a feeling mm-hmm. out process over the next year, or maybe even longer. Yeah. Because it's it hard comes. because. Well, especially the, specifically the apparel, they can't wear other. They have to wear the school affiliated apparel, so that makes that does limit what they can and can't do. Yeah, um, hoping my son gets a P Terry sponsorship. That'd be a dream come true. One time, <laughs> you want to hear a great story, Christian? Yeah. One time, I got um, nominated for an SP award, and then you go there and they give what? you all this free stuff, and you're like, "Wait, hold on." So I'm not rich because I'm a college kid. Okay, uh, but all the other rich dudes, right? The NFL, NBA players, they get all this other free stuff. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I probably got like $7,000 in free stuff and I'm poor, you know? Uh, but the greatest thing that I got that day, you want to know what it was? What? I got this stainless steel Chipotle card and I got free Chipotle for a year. Yeah. That's what's up. You still have it? No, it was one year. I I, lost, I think I lost it like at month eleven. I lost, I lose stuff. There so was I lost a it month eleven. There was a burrito place that opened up in my college town, uh, Mo's. And when it oh. opened up, yeah, uh, the first like fifty or something. I don't remember the exact number of uh, customers that went in got free burritos for a year. So kids were like camping out for yeah to get their free burritos. But then it turned out you can only get right. one burrito a week. Oh my god! So but still, that's fifty free was, burritos. Yeah, the card was one burrito per day per location. So there's two locations in Columbia. <laughs> so like, I would maybe go get lunch, and I'd go give it to my roommates, and then they would go get dinner or whatever, you know, something to that effect. I never that's had clutch. Chipotle till I worked at Flow. What? Uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I hadn't done a lot of things. That's like a staple of our trips now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> especially mine. I love Chipotle's it. Always delicious. Place. There's no. There were no Chipotles where I, where I was from. So in Buffalo Gap. <laughs> in the we had uh, Pappy's place. That was the little the little corner store there. Okay, nice. let's um. Any other fight talks? Um. So Richie Lewis, I guess, has only had two fights. <clears throat> That's what Bo Nichols told him. So both fights again, really fast. I, you know what? I really uh, I really like what he's doing because this is what you need to do. You need to go go in there and get as many fights as possible really quickly. Um, against some bums. And then boom, then you get signed somewhere, then you're good to go. So that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Don't wait no wasting long. time. Let's not waste time. Yeah, I'm a. Do, do you see him going Bellator, UFC, some other? What are really the the main? I feel like if he would have went to Bellator, it was going to be, it would have been already because they they remember they signed a whole bunch of prospects at zero zero specifically wrestling prospects, right? They signed yeah. Tyrell Fortune. Uh, Aaron Pico. Who are the other guys? Joey Davis. Romero Ed, Ed Ruth. Ed, Ed Ruth. Yeah, so there's Baba. a whole bunch of red. Baba, yeah, so... Um, but there was a bunch of those they signed at 0-0, zero and zero, so I think if they would have wanted... If they probably would have signed him already, so... Certainly they would want him, right? Maybe it was just a matter of... You would of, think, yeah. I, I see... The money. I could see Bo wanting to just have his sights on the pinnacle in UFC. And, yeah. Being like, that's that's my goal. So unless you pay me, like, Ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Well, P- PFL is paying a ridiculous amount of money um, right now, and they're so there was at the last pool. PFL event. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, Gable was too, right? Uh, I think Gable was also. Gable's at every sporting event. Yeah, that, that's he probably threw at the first pitch for the World Series last night. 
America's team won the Astros. Yeah. So they're paying a lot of money, and you know, I I think he would do really well because their talent pool is not super deep. So that would you know that would make him a lot of money right away. Um, yeah, I don't know what his plans are. Well, I'd love to. I only really watch the UFC, so unless like Pico's fighting on Bellator, so mm-hmm. be awesome to see him make make his way to the UFC. Obviously, he have a really bright career. Is he fighting at one eighty five? Yeah, that that's good way you class for him. Yes, yeah, that's quite sense. perfect for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are taking on uh, an insane project, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> JD, it's it's neck breaking. Vader. It's neck. It's Bader. It's Bader, Kyle Klingman, and then Mike Mal's been super involved. Uh, top a hundred. What are we thinking? American wrestlers of all time. Um, th- so many challenges with putting a list like this together over. I mean, over a year in the making, we, this idea came about in pandemic time. Thankfully, we have Kyle Klingman now, who is just a wellspring of wrestling history knowledge. He, knows it all. he really does, and he's like did a really good job of helping us, like giving us, "Hey, this is our list. What do you think?" He'd be like, "You should have this guy. This guy should be out. This should be person should be lower, et cetera, et cetera." But it's a super hard thing. Ben, you did the top. What did you do? Fifteen. I, I think we did ten or fifteen. So we did American wrestlers. We did college. We did college careers, and we think that we had high school wrestlers also, nothing post-collegiate yeah. with me and Tommy. That was, yeah, that was many years ago. And we got, a big, you know, we got a big argument over. You know we got a big argument over? Kyle Dake. Because he wasn't on a team yet. Because I said if, if he was on the team, if there was another weight class in there, he'd be winning world titles. And what happens is another weight class, and he starts winning world titles. So, Tommy, I called my shot. Don't forget about that. Yeah, that was a big argument. I, I did disagree with that at the time. Um, but. Weight classes, man. I mean, guys, I, and I, I hope you're factoring this into the list. And now we are now, we are now back at 10 weight classes on a, on a regular basis. 10 weight classes versus six weight classes matter. Big, yeah. It matters so Big much. Time. We're talking about international level of success. <laughs> and then on top of that, it matters unfairly. You know, I mean, James Green is the easiest one to point out. Like, James Green doesn't have 70 kilos. He ne- he's never going to make a world team. Yeah, right? he's not beating Jordan and Kyle, and he's not getting out of the next weight class. So you know, where do you rank Jordan? Where do you rank James Green without seventy kgs? Where wherever it is, it's much lower. You yes. know, and you could say the same thing about many other people. So yeah, the, and then so then the other thing we don't think about then is then looking back. I think it was ninety six and prior. I think was ten weight classes, and that's when they started chopping it down. Right. Um. You know, some of those guys. If if you say well. Now there's only six weight classes. Some of them dudes are off the team, and if they're off the team, they're not. They're obviously not winning world medals, especially at that time. I don't want to say I don't want these old guys getting mad at me and saying it was easier to win world titles. But guys, there was only one Soviet Union. There was a lot less countries. How many weight classes do we have now in the 2021 worlds where multiple old Soviet countries win medals? It's a lot of them. I mean, a Polish Dagestani won uh, one worlds this year at 70. You know, I. You're sort of describing the biggest challenges with putting a list like this Such together. Challenge. You're looking at different styles. You're looking at completely different eras. You're trying to factor in world medals, world teams, Olympic medals, Olympic teams versus NCAA championships, lack of NCAA success with senior level accolades or vice versa, and trying to put them all in, a, in an order. It's, a, it's really the quickest way to make basically everyone mad. Um, but we think it's going to be awesome. And uh, 10-part series, it's a 
Ray, my boss, has been like, why did, why, why did you want to do this? Why, why 100? Why not 1,000? He's like, why didn't you just do something more sensible like 50? It's like, no, 100. And when you see the top, when you see the first 10, you'll be like, okay, I understand why. Because it's. You mean, I mean 91 through 100? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, 100. When you think about that, that's, you know, I don't know how far you guys go back, but really, uh, American wrestling has been in existence. Yeah, for for roughly a hundred hundred years, I'm I'm assuming you're not going to pull very many people from before, say 1960. It would be really hard to pull anything from before before then. So then you're essentially going even if you go 1960 to 2020, we're talking 60 years. So you're talking what 1.4 people per year that you're pulling. I mean, it's yeah. So there's a really smattering. There's a smattering of of the of the old school for sure in there. But that you're speaking to the other challenges where we don't know. There's the the sport is so bad at record keeping and knowing so like, bad it's so we don't know who some of these brackets for world championships if I'm remembering correctly only had Americans in it it was like just an American thing oh world way back when way way, way back, back when, when. yeah and then yeah, yeah. there's like well who did this person beat to make the team and who did this person we have so much knowledge about the like the last twenty thirty years that that arms us to be able to be, be a little more sensical with it but then there's people from the sixties seventies even the eighties it's like uh, you know, there's a lot of these people we never, there's like no, no to very little footage of them ever wrestling. So, yes. but all that being said, uh, we're, we're fired up for it. I think it's going to um, be awesome. So just, just so we can, I want to qualify my statement I made earlier. Guess how many, let's see what your guesses are. Guess how many of the 2021 men's freestyle weight classes have, Multiple Soviets in it for putting the top. Well, obviously, it's just top four because there's two bronzes. Guess how out many of, of the ten? Out of yeah, out of the ten, how many? Six. What's Six your eight. guess, JD? What was the question? Oh my gosh! Don't keep going, Ben. It's five. The answer is the, the answer is nine. The answer is nine. There's nine weight classes out of ten which have multiple Soviets in it. So um, you know, in we, it, in that that placed. Sorry, that placed in oh. the top four. That's of insane. the of the medalists, there's nine of the ten have multiple Soviets in them. So, um, yeah, I mean, when you think about the older brackets, that obviously does make them. I don't want to say simple. Like 70, 70 kg was Gadziev, who's a Soviet, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Russia, Georgia, all USSR republics, essentially. So, yeah, not to mention the ones that. Are not they don't compete for even former Soviet republics? They just go elsewhere. There's French. Yeah. There's all kinds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a and it is a different era. And there, you know, it may look like there's hey, there's more significant weight. I mean, you'll we'll see where you guys think where we are or aren't biased. Um, but it's, it's going to be tough because everyone's going to have their own inherent bias on on eras and stuff. So oh, it's, yeah, it's it's challenging for sure. Um, I mean. The positive part of it, when you get towards the top 15 or 20-ish, um, pretty much the entirety of them had a huge amount of NCA success. Yes. And then so you can kind of almost throw that out and then just compare the uh, world world and Olympic level success because that's, um, you know, that's going to be the differentiator. I don't think you throw out the NCA. I think the NCA is like one of the most like... Well, no, no, no. What I was saying was they're so close. They oh, all yeah. had, you know, they all had, it's not like... There's anyone that's going to be in that top five. Maybe Bruce Baumgartner, I think, didn't have a ton of NCA success. Right. Would be one. But, 
you know, whether it's Lee Kemp, three-time NCAA champ, Mark Schultz, three-time NCAA champ, you know, Kyle Dake, four, right? Kyle Sanderson, four. So all these guys are going to have a lot of title. You know, Jordan would probably be on the on the lower end with two. David's got two. Kyle's got three. Uh, Kyle Snyder has three, mm-hmm. you know. So they're all going to have a lot of that. There's not going to be like there's, you know, I think Bruce only had one. Um, but there's probably not going to be anyone in that top chunk. And you guys have not shared the list with me at all. There's no way to be in that top chunk that has like, they don't have any NCAA success. You know, think Correct. of someone unless, like Jamil Kelly. Unless they didn't. Down. Well, yeah. Unless they didn't wrestle NCAA at all. Like unless they didn't the, wrestle. Some of the ladies. Oh, all the yeah, ladies. yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. All the ladies, yep. Yeah. We're good through hard. It's like judging someone who had a lot of college success, but not as much. Yeah. International success. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, and, you know, obviously, like, uh, you know, I, had, I guess one of the really difficult ones would be like a Henry, where he had essentially <clears throat> one one success. You know, I mean, he was, yeah, had one successful tournament, which was the Olympics. So it's the most important time to be successful. But if you look prior to that, he even, I mean, he lost to Matt Azevedo at the Open that year. You know, I mean, there was like, he wasn't really flawless going through. He obviously didn't have the NCAA success. I think he had maybe one U.S. Open title prior the year before that and maybe made one world team also. So that, you know, there, there's going to be some very interesting ones in there that it's, uh, it's left open to some subjectivity. So I, I am fascinated with the list. You guys have not shared the list with me. Uh, I'm very curious to see where you guys put it. And it will be hard. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, should we have told Jordan that he made the list on Tuesday or let him be surprised? Jordan's in. They're going to be surprised. Jordan's in. Because what if we, you know, we get to the top 10 and he's like, okay, I'm going to be top 10 and then he's just not in there. That would be a good trick. Uh, yeah. It's, Actually, it's not too late for us the, to change You it. didn't make the cut. I'm sorry, Jordan. You're right there. We just need a little more longevity. But keep, keep going, man. When we a little more high school success. A little more high school success. That was always it it ultimately came down to the mall and arrow lost in New Jersey states. Sorry, Jordan. Frank was number 100. You're not. <laughs> And you lost to him. I, there's nothing we can do. We're, we're, you can see how we're powerless here. Um, uh, jail son is number one. So, you know. Okay. I don't know so if she'll make the list. November 4th, which is our, our buddy Mark Bader's birthday. He hurt JD. He's one of... Uh, oh! He, he did! You challenged him. You came back in the neck brace. He's Ben's good buddy. So, yeah, to okay. celebrate Mark Bader, we will have episode number one. Very exciting time. Who doesn't also, like Mark Bader? Everybody likes Mark Bader. Everyone likes Mark Bader. Great. Yep. Okay. We got to finish the – figure out what the greatest – we need to We need to keep making more wrestling teams, Matt, now why this uh, – Oh, yeah. This is fun. Let's do that. Yeah, Let's finish this Very up. fun. Let's pull this up. Uh, JD, where did we leave off? We got 2014 Penn State versus 2018 Ohio State in the semifinals. Wait. Where's the bracket, guys? I'm not seeing the link to the bracket on here. I see the spreadsheet with results. We don't have the bracket. It's up on. You should see it on your screen, Ben. Oh, oh, there we go. Click to the screen. Well, I had the other screen up. Okay, this is about to be fire. Oh, yeah. I can't believe! I can't believe that 2021 knock Iowa knocked out 2018 Penn State. That has got to have some people heated. Yeah. Um. The thing is, I mean, I would have never expected 2014 Penn State to make this kind of a run. It just didn't seem like the best. I mean, they beat the five champ team, but yeah, matchups matter. It's it's uh, it's why people love duels, I guess, because the best team. Penn State's making a run too. 
the best team doesn't always win. Uh, so let's go. First duel, 2014 Penn State versus 2018 Penn State. Here's the lineups. Wait, wait, wait. No, Ohio, or Ohio State. Ohio State, yes. Yep. Thank you, Ben. Got it. So starting at 125, I think we've done this match in a previous duel. Nico versus Nathan Tomasello. Both were NCAA champions. Both were always super high. No, neither ever placed lower than third at NCAAs. Um, so two so, 125 legends. The first round was twice. Looked back real quick. Get to get the screen. But the first round was 2018 Ohio State versus 2013 Penn State, which was the, so the same matchup. Uh, and I'm going to go the same way. I'm going to go Nathan Tomasello and a nail biter. NATO was, was he just he had a style that was pretty well suited for beating Nico and he think he every, I think he did every single time. And mm-hmm. so I'm going with uh I'm going with NATO in this one. It's a decision. These guys basically don't get bonus ever. NATO yes. did get bonus by Spencer. Spencer doesn't count because he's a freak. <laughs> don't count freaks. Sorry guys. So 3-0 Ohio State out the gate. Then we got two of Latrobe's finest, Jimmy Goulibon versus Luke Pletcher, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. I believe they're both from. Oh, what if Jimmy Goulibon's got the big brother on Luke Pletcher? I don't think they went. They didn't go to the same high school. Um, How can you be from Latrobe but not go to the same high school? How many Latrobes well, could there be? Well, I don't know. Because maybe I made it um, up. Who's to say? Goulibon went to Derry area. Yeah, he went to Derry, and Pletcher went to Latrobe. Um, Peter Latrobe. Hmm, interesting. So, I I don't think there's a so 2018 Pletcher, 2014. This was I'm going Pletcher for sure. Yeah, this is Jimmy's freshman year. Um, yeah, unless sophomore year he was a little he's old better. He made the semis that year. This is not that Jimmy. So it's Pletcher by decision. I concur. Okay, here's a crazy one. They're all pretty. This one's nuts. interesting. This one's sort of bananas. Zane Rutherford versus Joy McKenna, true freshman. Zane Rutherford versus Joey ooh, McKenna. Ooh. This makes it tough. I, I will this say. Is tough. This is real tough. I might go by decision. I'm going. Listen, Zane beat Logan this year. That's, yeah, but he also lost to Logan and he lost to. Who else did he lose Port. to twice? He lost, Port he lost to Logan twice and Port once. Yeah. And I think Joey um, McKenna is definitely on Port's level this year, Joey McKenna. This year, Joe, who did this year Joe McKenna lose to? This is the Yanni. Uh, 2018. Is this when he took? I think he took neutral. This is when he took neutral against Bryce Meredith and then lost. Uh, For sure. Uh, I'm going to go Zane by decision. It's so close. It's. I think it's Zane by decision. I think the mat's a difference. And for the Bryce Meredith kind of reasons, like, yeah, he's probably not going to turn Joey. But I I think certainly Mm -hmm. he'd be able to ride him. Whereas that wasn't a vulnerability that Mitch Mitchell Port really had. I'll, yes. go, I'll go Joey by decision. Okay. Dang, he only lost one zero to Bryce Meredith. Could have made the NCAA finals. He took neutral in the third. Man. Yeah, this year. So uh, this year, uh, Zane was not a good turner. He was like a backpack. Like mm-hmm. he he was so good with his leg ride and stay, staying on your back. But he was kind of like an Ethan Lezak, but didn't didn't get very many turns. I mean, it's sort of he was he was always solid on top in folk style, but I've never seen someone make that kind of a jump in jump. in style yeah. like 
to become go from okay he can ride guys out to he turns everyone everybody yeah like when have we seen that kind of a like shift and i know he was a true freshman yeah. and then he had the retro year and then he came back year, and was yeah. a freak but even still that kind of a yeah i don't know change is jarring hey uh darian darian latrobe neighbors ps yes yes i've never seen anyone else make that much of a change yes Ever. Okay, next one's tough too. James English versus Keyshawn Hayes. English was Us. a surprise here to to place as we Huge. talked about. He beat Kendrick Maple, and that enabled Penn State to win the the team title. I'm going Keyshawn. Uh, Ooh, yeah, English wasn't that good this year. He somehow snuck in and all American here. I'm gonna I'm going I'm gonna pull up his record here real quick. Uh, James I'm English. English. Six, 16 and 17. I mean, he, he had a good NCAs, but he just he wasn't that great. And yeah, he, he's the Penn State hero for sneaking in there. Listen to the guys he lost to, though. Um, he lost to Jason Sertzis, Dave Habit, um, um, Eric Rahalis, Nick Dardanes. Those are good guys. Hunter yeah. Stieber, legend. Mikey Rashado, RIP. Hmm. I think Keyshawn's the pick here. Yeah. So he beat, to place, he beat Maple, or he beat Nybert, I think, in the round of 12, then he beat Maple. He beat Nybert in Sun Victory. He beat Ryland Lubeck 4-3, to Wisconsin guy. I remember Ryland Lubeck. Okay. I will also go Keyshawn here. Keyshawn by decision. Sticking with my James, yeah. dude. Yeah, I think that's probably fair as well. Okay, Dylan okay. Alton. Zier Dylan was round of sixteen, but uh, um, I need to look this up. I think this was What's a sneaky that? round of sixteen. Uh, Mike, I, I have the brackets for you. I will look them up. Okay, um, ready? Dylan Alton beats Brian Murphy, loses to Ian Miller, drops down to the backside, and he loses. He beats Kerr Brown. I don't remember that guy, and then loses to Smith, uh, the twelve seed from Central Michigan. Smith also yeah. does not All-American. Luke Smith. I think that guy tried to fight no. a lot of people, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> There's two. Remember, there was two Luke Smiths from Central Michigan, the smaller one who is now the head coach at Bakersfield. This okay, well, maybe one. it's not him. There's one of them who used to fight. Maybe I'm, mis maybe I'm misremembering who, which guy it was. There's someone from Central Michigan that always tried to fight people. And I don't think it was the 157 Luke Smith, but maybe. Uh, I'm going... Oh my gosh, this is tough. I'm going Micah Jordan. This Dylan Alton wasn't that great. Dylan Alton was great. Everyone forgets. Everyone freaking forgets. All right, I'm going Mickey. Mickey by decision. Yes. The, the no bonus there. points, Santistol. No bonus, but uh oh. <laughs> That's David Taylor's <laughs> music. That. David Taylor versus Deshaun Campbell. This guy, but Ben is is uh Tech Fall. Okay, Tech. I'm going pin pen. Pinfall. Decision. <laughs> yeah, David Taylor. This is the interesting one right here. Ooh, this I don't is know. tough. This is tough. Matt Brown warmed up in singlet. Bo Jordan has a bunch of kids. Uh, it's the ultimate test. Does he have a bunch by this ultimate point? 2018, he's got quite a few kids. Okay. Um, this was his – was this his senior year? Yeah, because this is his worst finish. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Give me Matty Ice Brown. Father Bo versus Matty Ice. So Matt Brown. 
let's see. So he beat Kyle Meyer, beat Tanner Weatherman, lost to Mike Evans, drops down on the backside. And who's the ham? Bryce Hammond. Oh, I forgot about him. Wow, that's why he's back. Yep, loses to Storley. Man, then beats Mike Evans for fifth. Oh, man, it's a tough one. This one's going to sudden victory. Matt Brown gets escaped to win. Yeah, an escape and sudden victory. That would be wild. Yes. Trip, the, the, you know, the further one. You know Tiebreaker. what I'm talking about. Um, Tiebreaker. Yeah, Tiebreaker nerd, one. I nerded on you there a little bit. Um, I think <laughs> I think the issue is the Matt. If Bo can get away, he's good. Matt Brown wrote a lot of people. He, he gave Mike Evans a lot of trouble from top to the point where Mike took neutral at an NCAAs in a time where an escape would have been huge. Um, so that's a factor. This was not Bo Jordan's best year. Like, sophomore, junior Bo, I think I would take him. Senior year Bo, but this wasn't the best Matt Brown either. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Matt. Wow, I'm surprised we all went Matt. Yeah, I know. All went Matt, yeah. Especially, I'm a huge Jordan, uh, I love the Jordan wrestlers family. Okay. Ed Ruth versus Miles Martin. I think we it's, had this one again, and we went. To, we all went decision ed, I believe. Yeah, which is very respectful, because he majors people on a whim, as we've talked about. Um, in this circumstance, I will go. I will go. I will go major for Ed Ruth. Ooh! Well, why did you change? Because I I thought more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going decision Ed Ruth. Miles was very good this year. I mean, it's a different um, match, you know? It's like uh, uh, the one match, yeah, you someone gets decision. The next match, they might get majored. Okay, fair enough. I go on Ed Ruth's decision. This was the year where, where Bo turned Miles late for the major for the Bo duel, turned. which helped the duel win. You were there, I believe. Mm. 2018, I, I was there, yes. Yes. All right, next up. McIntosh, who I believe is serving our country right now. So shout out Morgan McIntosh versus Colin Moore. Two hammers Wait, did, here. Sorry, did JD go decision or major? Decision. Decision, okay. Six-point right. decision. Six-point decision. <laughs> Couldn't just say seven. All right. Colin Moore, I think, would probably be the winner here. Yeah, 2018. Yes, Colin Moore. It was, decisions? I, yeah, does, yeah. You're not. I don't think you're bonusing Morgan McIntosh. This is a tight duel going into heavyweight. Right. What's it at? What What's got? Captain America need? I have it tied at 15. Oh, C- shoot. CP has Penn State in the lead, 16 to 15. Ben has it 15 to 14 in favor of Ohio State. So, well, it looks like Ohio State's moving on. Unless, yeah. uh, Ohio State's winning because Kyle Snyder's winning this. I think it's a major for Kyle That's here. That's what I was going to say. Dang, I actually, I was just thinking, about, I thought that. With the Matt Brown win, it was going to be 5-5, five, five, but we're all going 6-4 Ohio State. Yeah, and I only gave bonus points for Penn State, guys. Was uh, your uh, – yeah. you saying Major Ben Tech yeah. Ben? Uh, I'm just going to go – yeah, we'll just go Major. Um, I actually think this is easier to flip some of these matches more to Ohio State than it is to the other way. Like, for sure, I'm not flipping Gingrich. I'm I not flipping uh, Joey to saying to Joey. So I have I have Zane, which I think that's a, that's a really close match. I guess Nico and Nato is a tough matchup, but Matt Brown and Bo Jordan's a coin flip, for sure. And so is Zane and Joey that year is a coin flip, I think. Yeah, no doubt. What if Ohio State wins right. this? 
Dude, they Ohio might. State's going to – Matchups matter. Horses. This is what you want, people. This is the dual shenanigans. This is what you think is great about it, is that the team that's not the best could this win. so great. I'm having so much fun right now, Christian. Okay. I'm so glad. Uh, it should be fun. 2012 Penn State versus 2021 Iowa. This is, this is going to be some major throwbacks. Um, Throwback. So, for 2015 um, – all right, we're waiting to pull in the rosters here. Uh-oh, 2012 Penn State versus 2021 Iowa. First matchup is Nico versus Spencer Lee. Oh, wow. Well, Nico getting roughed up because this is freshman year Nico, too. Poor Nico. This is freshman Nico. He was on fire. He was still really freaking good. He was really good. Everyone knew he was going to be a tough tough son of a gun. Um, but him making the finals was oh, crazy. Dude. His his match with Pirelli was nuts. Do you remember that we... one, Ben? Oh, my gosh. Hey, we almost did this exact duel because we just – the last duel yes, was, it was 2012 Penn State versus 2020 Iowa. So now we're doing 2012. I was like – because I was looking at these matchups. I'm like, I swear we already talked about this. Dang. So how can we do anything differently? Well, it, they are a little different teams because – so you go uh, – let's see. How many are the same? So Penn yeah, State's Yeah, I didn't take out Pat. Yeah, I didn't jade in. And then you add a Brown. It's almost the exact same. Pretty similar. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Starting with Nico versus Spencer, the condenser. This is this is well. So I, you guys both Spencer went Lee. major last time. I'm going mm-hmm. major this time because 2021 Spencer is better than 20 Spencer. 2020 Spencer. I think that's that's probably true. The only caveat is the ACL thing, but we'll this assume pre ACL tear. This is pre ACL tear. We choose when this match happens. Because January duel. The January duel. January duel. Talk duels. Is he getting? Is he getting Nico's wrist? This guy's wrestled yeah. with Spencer Lee. I'll. I don't know what I said last time, but this time I will say it's a decision for Spencer. You what? No! You stop it, piles. Kick him off the show, JD. We argued about this last time. You yelled at me for not giving twenty twenty Spencer. A bonus point victory. And this is 2021, match. Spencer. He's better. That's the pass. This is now. That's the pass. This is now. Caleb Piles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm saying major. All right. But you two I both flip-flopped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but Spencer got better. 2021, Spencer's a better thing than 2020, Spencer. That's why I flipped. I don't. 2020, Spencer. Not, no. He was ridiculous. Was he? Google. He had one. Weird match with Jack Medley, and that was he. I think he destroyed absolutely everyone else. Hold on, googling it. Twenty twenty one Spencer. Um, let me see. Fall, 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 fall. Tech fall, fall. Tech fall, tech fall. Major, major, major decision. The last four no ACLs. Okay, he didn't have the major over Fabian Gutierrez. That was. <laughs> yeah. Major tech fall, tech fall, 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 major tech fall, tech fall, tech fall, tech fall, tech fall, fall decision over Jack seven points. Medley. Seven point decision against major Jack Major decision over Nick Piccinini. Major decision over Devin Schroeder. Yeah. And then he yeah, tagged Jack good. Medley next time. I think it's pretty indistinguishable, yeah. but because um, a lot fewer matches in there in 2021. We're I, there in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go decision this time. Nico okay. learned from his his past mistakes. <laughs> he made the adjustments. 
Okay, Austin DeSanto versus Frank Martellite. This is, I think... I think we went so check fall last time. If this is wrestled in 2012, I think this... Um, no, DeSanto wouldn't get a four-point tech fall. But he's the kind of a guy that could get a four-point tech fall, but he probably gets a couple dumps in there for near fall. So I'll say I think this is five for Austin DeSanto. Yeah, that's what I did last time, and I'm doing mm-hmm. it again. Doing it again. Don't even try to stop him. Oh, boy. Jaden Ironman versus well, Brian. What's been doing? Oh, yeah. Well, I would. This, I want tech fall. Tech fall? You, you said only a major last time. Okay. You know, Martellotti fought hard this time, 2021. We got a Things little better. Things are different, just like Nico. I'm glad you're seeing it my way, Ben. Jaden Ironman versus Brian Pearsall. Brian was solid, did not qualify for NCAAs. I think he gets the pin slate here. Now, don't put it past Jaden Ironman to have a random once once every two months. He will give someone that really is not on his level a, a close match for reasons no one really knows. But... I don't think that would happen here. I think he comes out and uh, gets a pin, actually, against Brian Pearsall. I agree. So, man, he... I guess all the kids he did in bonus last year were pretty darn good. Chad Red, Chad Red, Nick Lee, Cole. He did not bonus Cole Matthews. That was actually an I think it's definitely bonus. I was debating between pen or major. I'm going major. Okay. Now, we go G-Hulk, Frank Molinaro. He was an undefeated NCAA champion this year versus Max Murin, who was in the round of 12. I think this is a, I think this is a major. Frank was really good going transition from high crotch to Turks to uh, figure four leg rides. Man, you, no love. You know what? People Man. hate it. Listen, I give Max – listen, I got, I got yelled at so hard last weekend for not – I think I said – that Zane beats Max Buren by 14 points or something, and I got someone got so mad at me over it. I mean, it's uh, he would. I mean, he pinned, he tech Brandon Sorensen. I think he would. I think he would probably. It was also seven seven. Yeah, Max Buren was pretty good this season, and then had a bad postseason. Yeah. It's not about Max, guys. This is about Frank Molinaro. I know, I know I'm debating if I want to go like seven-point decision or nine-point major. Um, decision. Okay. Next up, Dylan Alton versus Caleb Young. This is the year. Yeah, so Caleb was all right Dylan this year. Dylan was good this year. Dylan was super good this year. He beat Welch. Beat a lot of good guys. This is a decision. Dylan, Dylan wasn't decision. super turny. Yeah. Well, he wins two two takedowns to none or to one. Dylan gets his hand raised here for the decision. Okay. David Taylor versus the Bull. Ooh. Alex Marinelli. What did we say last time? I went pen. Last time. <laughs> CP said major. Ben said major. Major, major pen. Uh, the Bull learns and only major. gives up a major this time. I'll go major this time as well. Ben? Uh, I said major. Okay. We're going majors across the board there. For David Taylor over Alex Marinelli. Crazy that this is like a next topic kind of match, considering he's been the one seed. Yes. He's been a favorite to win NCAAs, and it's just like no way. Ruth his- over Kemmer. His, his style does not match up well with someone like David. I don't think. 
right? Because no, heck, who style does match up well with David? Kyle Douglas, Dakin, that's about it. Super duper. Yeah, but he's a freak. Like we said, we don't count freaks. <laughs> yeah, he's a and freak, but also that's like about it. You got to be able to scramble with him well enough. You got to be positionally excellent. Yes. Um, yeah, just yeah. So Marinelli's awesome. One of my favorite guys to watch, but David would just be a, a great matchup for him. Ed Ruth versus Michael Kemmer. We all said Ed Ruth by decision last time. I'm sticking with that. I'll stick with that. I'll say decision for Ed Ruth over Michael Kemmer. Ben, what do you think? Same. This is a crazy one. Quentin Wright versus Nelson Brands. Quentin, Quentin, Quentin you kind of never knew. I'm going Quentin. He could bomb this dude. He could just... Double underhook, overhook. I think he might bomb him. Over under. I think he might too, which is why I'm going by major. Because Nelson Brands is a honey badger. I'm going to go by major. Nelson doesn't give a rip. Nelson's going to take an underhook, and he ain't going to go so well for him. And now Quentin has four-point near fall. Oh, no. He's not going to be able to keep Nelson on his back, but he's going to put him there. Yeah. And Nelson's not going to be able to storm back. What is so – if Devin Kane can major – Nelson Brands, I I can't say that uh, that Quentin Wright wouldn't. Quentin was pretty fantastic. So I'm going with the major here for for Q. Yes. And Warner McIntosh. This was before McIntosh. Decision, Warner. This is true Who freshman. Oh, you gave McIntosh the win last time. What were you thinking? McIntosh was really really good. I mean, he was a he didn't all American this year. So. There's, you know, I I think we, third. I think you know a pretty good all uh, wrestler that didn't all American sometimes. It happens, you know. Ooh, I, oh, Barlett. I don't know anyone. Your brother. Oh yeah. Well, that was <laughs> if that was dual meet that year. He might have done well, but NCAs he struggled a little bit. Mac Lunas. I mean, it's it's. I mean, not that I'm not well, saying. Hold Morgan, on, hold Morgan on. Morgan McIntosh was not those guys going into those NCAAs. Those are both not number that guy, one pal. seeds. I'm seeing what. I'm seeing what CD was. Hold on. He, he might I'm not have been there. seated. Almost there. 1997, 2012. Where is old Morgan McIntosh? He was not seated. Oh, golly. Christian Piles. He got technical fall 22 to 7 by Cam Simons. Cam oh, Simons. I don't think you want to make that pick. Max is undefeated against Cam Simons, I think. I believe that. I believe that. And then he lost to Andrew Campolitano, 8-3 to three in the back. So I get the hell out of here. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Enough! With the crazy takes. Okay. I'll take Warner. I'll take the ladies, man. Hey, remember how good Campolitano was in high school? Dude. I was, yeah. I think Keep about that man. a lot. <laughs> think about that a lot. <laughs> Keeps you up at night. He could have been him, Chris Phillips. Yeah, what's the all-time what-if lineup? Felipe Martinez. Felipe, yep, he was good. I think my buddy Joey Silva is gonna be on the list too. <laughs> you think? Why well, I don't think he... I'm gonna. You know what? You shouldn't laugh. Are you picking him for All American this year? No, I don't think he's gonna be on any teams. He put an Instagram that he's done with college wrestling. Oh, he did. Yeah. Pour one. Pour one out for your homies. <laughs> I'm gonna pour several out. I'm afraid. Um, he's the man. I hope he changes his mind because I think uh, okay. I think he'll regret it. But um, yeah. it was fun to watch. 
Anthony Cassiope versus Cam Wade. Double leg rider. Um, let's get team score update Ooh. see if Cassiope wins it for the team because it's close. He's going to win it for him. Yeah. I already have Iowa in the lead 18-17. to 17. CP has Penn State in the lead 18-17. Mm. And Ben has Penn State in the lead 17-16. Big Tone. Cassiope wins it for him. Closes it out. Congrats to Big Tone, the hero of heroes. Someone called, it might have been KJ Pilcher. I don't want to steal it. I think he called him, you know, we've been calling him Big Tone. Now it's Toned Tone. What toned do you think about tone. that? Mm, that's a good one. That is nice and legal. Tone squared. <laughs> okay. So it's 2018 Ohio State versus 2021 <laughs> Iowa. This is awesome. I almost wish it would have been 2020 State. Iowa, so it would have been two teams that didn't technically win at CAA. Listen. All you dual lovers, this is it. There's no Penn State in the finals. Is this what you wanted? Are you happy now? Okay. Here we go. Iowa versus Ohio State for the final. I, this is going to be wild. Okay. So that's going to be Spencer Lee versus Nathan Tomasello. NATO took one for the team coming down to 125 for his senior year. But this match happened, and this was tr- this was true freshman Spencer Lee. He was two and one against NATO this that year, yeah. and uh, she's as, going Spencer Lee. Yeah, I'll I'll make it a respectful decision. Um, respectful. Considering two of their matches, one NATO won, the other one uh, Spencer won somewhat narrowly, and then he pinned him in the uh, at NCAA's. So I'll say, yeah, I'll say okay. decision as well. Okay, I'll go decision, Spencer. All right. Luke Pletcher versus Austin <laughs> DeSanto. All right, so a little bit of heat here. I think Pletcher beat him at NCAs this year, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly. But this is 2021, DeSanto. Is that is that a bonus? Is he like? I think he's gotten better. Are you saying right now? I think he's just was is really good. Was really good and continues to be really good. Uh, I don't. He hasn't gotten. I think he's much better than he was in 2018. Really? 2018 was his true freshman year, right? Yeah. True freshman year did yeah. not redshirt. Okay. He did an All-American this year. This is, oh, this is when he got Del Vecchio. So he lost to Micic. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking 2019. He was still at Drexel this time. Drag swag. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to I'll, Santa by decision. Yeah, I am too. I'm going to go to Santa by decision. This is before Luke Pletcher turned into the, the freakazoid he, he became his senior year. Mm-hmm. Deep breath here. I agree. Okay. The Santo by decision. All right. 141. I just looked it up. I'm going to go Joey McKenna because McKenna gives Ironman problems. Ironman won their first matchup ever, but now I think McKenna's won a whole bunch in a row. It's yes. two NCAA matches for sure, and I'm thinking a couple other freestyle matches. So I'm going to go Joe McKenna by decision. Joseph is my choice as well. Yeah. I think he wins this match. Very good Joey McKenna that year. Um, that would be it would be a good match to see now. Just like, okay, what are the differences now that Ironman's at Iowa? Is he doing better? Would he have a different game plan? I don't know. But I think you got to give McKenna the nod. Nod there. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn Hayes versus Max Murin. I feel the like two... I want to lean Max. I'm a little back to look at Keyshawn's Max. season. Um, 
last year. So Max had a down Big Tens, but a pretty solid NCAAs. Finishing Apparently he had like well. mono or something or was, some sort of sickness. He was, at... he was down with the sickness. What? Wow, that was rough. I know. That's your last disturbed reference for this show. So he only had one nucleus. I'll say Man. He, has his, he has his full complement of uh, nuclei, and Murin gets to win here. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at his season, and he did not have very, very many good wins. Keyshawn did not have very many good wins. He had a win. His best win was number three, Matt Kolodzik. Um and then his next best win is a number thirteen ranked win. And he kind of got his butt kicked by anyone that else that was pretty highly ranked. Yeah, but he was close to. He kind of got screwed if you remember on the backside. So he lost a tiebreaker to. Troy Heilman, which would have been in the quarters. And then, unfortunately, if you remember, Brandon Sorensen lost to Richard Perry. So he had to face Brandon Sorensen in the back set. Otherwise, he probably would have all American here. Ronnie Perry. But yes. Um, Ronnie, not Richard. He, yes, that, that was that year in 2018. It's fun looking back on that. Maybe not for Ohio State. But we, like everyone knew, it was the conversation was this quarterfinal match is probably going to be the difference. We're like, if Key beats Heilman, they're probably going to win. If he loses, and we knew at the time Sorensen had lost, so everyone had already done, done the math to be like, yo, if he loses, you have Sorensen. He's got to win here or else. And it was a crazy close match. I think there was a late challenge, and Heilman wound up winning. And then the rest, as they say, is history. That's what Sean, they say? That is what they say. That's what they've been saying. So Keyshawn, um, yeah, I don't think he wins this match. Next up, Micah Jordan versus Caleb Young. I've got Mickey here. Yeah, I'm going to go, go Micah. I like the Mongoose. Yes. Well, the, the volume shooting this is a, of, I just, of... You know what? This is a boring match, though. I'm telling you that much. Listen, put some respect on Micah's name. Is, he, he's an exciting, this is a boring match, guys. You put it out there. You're a hater. I think you have... Uh, I am not a hater. I'm telling you this is a boring match, and I'm well, not wrong. Micah Jordan's a pretty offensive wrestler. We've watched him. Decently. Decently. You know what? You know what, Ben? Moving on. What? 165. What? Alex Marinelli versus Tashan Campbell. We probably did this uh, one. Marinelli by Major. That's what I was thinking, too. All right. I bet they wrestled, so let's see what happened. Uh, decision. Decision. Oh my gosh. You know what match I forgot about, guys? You're gonna love this. Micah Jordan decked Michael Mike Micah Jordan decked Michael Kemmer at Big Tens. Yeah. God totally totally forgot about that. Wow. He had him with the the old uh, the old chin and arm. Chin and arm. Yeah, just keep the chin. Okay. So I've got I've got a decision here. He decisioned him in like all four, all three of their meetings. Yes. Yeah, I snap snapped. Yeah, you have to. But Ben, Ben all doesn't right. care. Bo Kimmer. Jordan versus Michael Kimmer. Ooh. Ooh. This is a whole lot of. Um, this is interesting. I see. Kimmer has the edge in the scrambles. Bo may have a little bit of an edge, just in overall leg attacks. Maybe, maybe. Kimmer's got the edge on the mat for sure. So I think it's Kemmer. I think it's Kemmer here. I'm going Kemmer. 
Cam. This was not the dog. best Bojo. Not the best Bojo either. Very good Michael Kimmer. So I got him. Miles Martin versus Nelson Brands. I think this is a major. Martin. I think it's a major for Miles. He's hitting some a uh, lot of reattack yes. go behinds. This guy could turn. This was um very good Miles Martin year. Not his best year. Twenty nineteen was probably his best season. Uh, yeah, I'm going decision. One decision. I think twenty Well, let me let me look back. Let me let me go do Miles Martin was a was a very good point. Let me do my research. Okay. Let me do my research. No problem. Uh twenty nineteen with Miles Martin was was better for sure. Twenty eighteen, his bonus rate whoa is at Actually, Actually, I might go. His bonus rate was higher in 2018 than 2019. 2019, he had less losses, only one, but his bonus was only 62% versus 71% in 2018. Man, you know who Miles beat that year? Chip. Chip Nask. He beat Chip. (laughs) He tried to put him in the ripper. Chip was coaching Uh, in Super 32. That's awesome. Was he he really? Is he still in the North Carolina area? Uh, is he back in Georgia? I didn't talk to him. I saw him in the corner. Oh, okay. You scared he, to talk he, to Chip? I'll introduce <laughs> you next time. <laughs> I've talked to Chip. All right. He was at NHSCAs too. Um, he was decked out in North Carolina gear, so I assume he's still in the area. He majored Lou Dupre. He pinned Cordell Norfleet yeah, that year. I'm going to he he did Taylor he, Vins. That was, that's his one real high-level high – um, Bonus point win. The rest of them are all pretty close. I'm gonna go with decision. Eight one over Pete Renda. This I don't think is a good call, Ben. I just have to. Well, listen. I get my opinion. Strenuously object. Miles Major. Hey, remember Mitch Bowman. Uh, Steve Bowman Chevy. Mitch Dodge. Bowman. Right. Mitch Bowman Dodge. <laughs> Steve Bowman Chevy Dodge. That's right. All right. Fine. I go major. You can go decision. I'm going okay. major. Okay. Next up, Colin Moore versus Jacob Warner. They both place fourth. Indistinguishable. Who is better here? Ben, who do you think? This is I think it's Colin Moore. I Colin Moore had a very bad NCAAs this year. Um I think it's him. Yes, I'm going Colin Moore as well. Yeah. So going into heavyweight, I have it fifteen to thirteen in favor of Iowa. CPS at fifteen thirteen in favor of Iowa as well. And Ben is sixteen to twelve in favor of Iowa. <sighs> well, here comes Captain America, Kyle Snyder versus he Anthony Cassiope. So I'm the Iowa lover here because I'm picking Iowa for the win. Kyle Snyder is going to get a bonus of four points, but on tiebreaker criteria, Iowa's going to win because they Which, scored more team points. That's going to be the because it's going to be five five for both my teams. One major to each team, and then I was gonna. They were gonna be close to majors at those first couple weights, so they are gonna win. Dang. Okay, I've got Kyle Snyder. Just a regular decision over large tone. Probably, probably if he needed the major, maybe he'd get it. But he only needs a decision for he you. He only needs a decision. He just landed. He just did the Uregan. He got back. So he just could do a cool decision. And go out of champion. That makes it two to one. Ohio State wins because me and CP both had Ohio State win it. <laughs> there you go. Twenty eighteen. Ohio State, the best team of the last decade. It's the end of the Penn State era. We'll be sending you your trophy soon. Yes. Be be on the lookout. Um, we're not going to do third place, but it's Penn State. 
just goes to show you the difference between tournament and duels. I mean, a... listen, that that Ohio State team wins like eight out of ten NCAs. They were so good. Ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Well, that was really fun. How did 2018 Penn State lose again? 2018 Penn State lost. Who did they lose to? Iowa, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I can't read it. We can get okay. – well, let's keep it moving, though. All right. They lost to 2021 Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to some questions from friends. Thank you to all the friends who so dutifully listen and give us these great questions. Like this one from Adam Rush. Who wears a crown in the U.S. at 74 after Dakin Burroughs eventually retire? David Carr and Keegan come to mind. Am I missing anyone else? I don't know that you are. I mean, there's the guys that are already there, like Nolf. Maybe see someone like Shane Griffith. Maybe Makai Lewis um, enters the chat there at 74 Olympic trials. But to me, it's those two. I think those are the two that mm-hmm. in three to four years we're really talking about. Are they ready to take the mantle? I think both have obviously great styles for freestyle for very different reasons. Um, I'd yes. be just really interested to see how this match, that match between David Carr and Keegan would play out. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, it, chance... I think those two are the main. What did you say? I was going to say there's a good chance. I think David Carr finishes his career at 65. So maybe we'll get to see it in a couple mm-hmm. years. Maybe we will. Uh, I mean, obviously, Evan Wick would be the other one. Um, you know, he's placed what third this year at the Olympic trials. He's still pretty young. He's actually not that young. He's kind of old, old for a college kid. He's old. Um, but besides that, I mean, maybe, uh, the other ones, Hayden Heidley, um, Pentelio, I think will probably stay at 70, I would guess. Oh yeah. Um, and then, you know, everyone else, but before that is kind of like uh, too young, and, you know, Keegan's kind of hammered all those guys that are just a little bit younger than him. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone can come up. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, not super looking forward to Dake and Burroughs retiring, actually. Kind of like when they just go to Worlds and win. But um, yeah, at some point it'll happen. And, you know, help's going to be on the way. But it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, you know, in a few years we're gonna probably like, wow, we really had teams with all these guys on it. And we're going to have good teams afterwards. But the legends we have, yeah. we're rolling out four or five, six legends on, on one yeah. team. Well, that's going to be interesting to see like if, that, we, if we can do it again. Right, because I mean, even say Keegan and David Carr, if uh, these guys go through twenty twenty four, but we're talking about you know Taylor and Dake didn't make a team till what twenty five, I think we talk, said or twenty six, something like that. They were a little yeah. older when they made their first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I want to see. Well, how did tell us how how was Keegan and Wick going when they're rolling? Is it close? I never saw him go super. Okay. Yeah. Secret Ben. Ben likes Ben. Ben knows, but he just said he just doesn't want to say. That's fine. Who do you think is the most influential wrestler of all time? EJ Newton. That's a good EJ. one. The most influential. Uh, influential in which way? Exactly. Well, because you got that one dude that uh, he reinvented the great strain of grain and saved a billion people from hunger, starving of hunger. <laughs> Well, that has nothing to do with wrestling. But What's you, up now? Yes, you said okay. most influential. You're not going to define it. I'm the most influential it. wrestler of all time? Easy. Gandhi. Um, he didn't do no damn wrestling. Norm, Norman Burlog. How about that? Norman Burlog. Okay. 
So he was born on a farm in Cresco, Iowa. You know where that is, JD? Yeah, I know where Cresco is. It's up north. There's a bunch. There's been good Blockus is from there. Yeah, I, I knew someone recently is good from Cresco, and they they have a pretty good like tradition. Yeah, they've been as good. I can't believe that this look is now normalized to me. I'm just like <laughs> accepting that JD Whoa. looks like this. Oh. <laughs> uh. oh, oh, one thing I knew what I was going to say, kind of going back a little bit, but you you mentioned Hayden Hadley. Andy Hamilton visited NC State, got interviews with Trent, Hayden, Pat Pop. Really good one with, with Hayden. I encourage you to listen to it. But one of the more it's interesting. It's over 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. Jeez. And one of the more interesting parts of it was when he talks about go, entering the World Team Trials, like, hey, let's, let's see how I do. How does it feel up at 174? And his first draw, he had Taylor Lujan. He was like, okay, that's all right. Then they redrew the brackets. And it was Alex Daringer. He's like, okay, that's that's a lot tougher. And then they did it again, and he had Jordan Pearls in the very first round. Uh, and he's like, they hate Hayden. They they hate Hayden highly. That now we learned it. Um, oh. And he, but he talked about feeling like one. He was super respectful of Jordan. He's like, at the in the as the match went on, his speed like seemed to increase, and his pace just got higher. And I was so focused on stopping the double that. I couldn't, I was, he was just peppering me with single legs. So it was, it was really cool to get an elite athlete's like perspective, like detailed perspective on what it was like to, re- to wrestle Jordan and um, his pace. But then he said he really didn't feel like the size was in any way an impediment or going to be an issue for him moving up two weight classes. And I think he was a guy when he moved up where like, yeah, I don't think he's going to have any issues being an undersized 174. Now, can he win? I don't know. I think he. I think he can. Will he win 174? I'm not sure. But he said he really liked for his freestyle career. He's like, I actually really like 79. He's like, I can make 74 still if I have to. But um, mm-hmm. he feels comfortable at 174 pounds, which is pretty sweet. Nice. So Hayden uh, Hyde, the most influential wrestler of all time. I mean, yeah. it's probably Dan Gable. If we're not if we're not counting Norman Burlog, it's probably Dan Gable. <laughs> Um, I think classic Ro- rivalry. Rovat brought this up on Twitter the other day, and his answer was the Floriani brothers. Um, okay. there's an That's, argument to be made there. I think yeah, a, for sure, a freaking great argument for that. Um, shout out Martin and Mark. Um, but in terms of like, so what I think EJ is asking, like, which wrestler who's known for wrestling had their biggest who through their career as a maybe wrestler and coach, their vocation being wrestling had the biggest impact. I think Gable's up there for sure. Who um, else would it not be if it's not Gable? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's Gable. I think. I think Jordan Burroughs has had a huge impact. I think Kale Sanderson yep. is having a huge impact. Um, and it's one that maybe will evolve over the years, right? And we may look back and say it's this. I don't. It's interesting to think, like, who are the most influential foreigners? Like, what has their influence been outside of excellence, right? Dan brought in this, like, this hard-nosed mentality to his craft as a competitor, then to an entire team for a dominant era, and influenced so many wrestlers and coaches, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know who that would be for Russia, right? I know who their greatest wrestlers are. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know their influence. 
Yeah, that'd be. I mean, really, great, yeah. someone seemed to have it. And maybe it's because he passed away tragically, but the reverence Kudukov. that Kudukov, yes, you knew I was going to say it. Like he he had a tremendous. And speaking of someone else who passed away, Dave Schultz, tremendous, tremendous um, influence yeah. on the sport as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of a kind of a fun question. I don't really know the answer to it, but probably Wayne Burlog. Is that his name? Norman Burlog. Have some respect, Norman. I'm sorry, Norman. Norman. Thank you to Norman. Mm-hmm. Great wrestler. Okay. Uh, next one. What any that stick out to you while we while we go? Uh, I know you're just trying to get out to get to get some tacos. There's no here. tacos on Thursday. Flow Nationals. I don't think Flow Nationals is coming back, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I, we haven't had a conversation about Flow Nationals in some time. Wrestlers versus wrestler fight card. Who you want to see fight each other? Since uh, you guys won't pick your opponents. Okay. Well. Um, who do I want to see wrestlers fight? Who do we want to see DeSanto fight? That's it's DeSanto versus Michich. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up. The Kimura's back in play, guys. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't want to see I don't want to see him fight. I don't want to see him fight. I want to see him wrestle. I'm just old school. Hey, guys, when we get back on here, you know what we need to do next week, too, is Tuesday headlines. Because by the time we get back here next week, Ooh. there will be a college wrestling match that happens. You know what? I, shout, out to, shout out to Bono and Stutzman for doing the uh, – they're just like, yo, the first day we can wrestle, let's just wrestle each other. It's smart because then it's the only duel on as far as I can tell. Maybe yep. I'm wrong about that. No, um, North Carolina has a triangle with life in Queens. A triangle? That's what some people call tries. Try duel? Yeah, whatever. Try meet. You know what I'm calling triangles? Call them triangles. Not a triangular. So they've got a. And North Carolina is from the triangle. Maybe that's why. You know what? There's multiple triangles in North Carolina because Raleigh area has got a a triangle going on there, right? And then we're in Greensboro. They're called the the Piedmont Triad also. Mm -hmm. So many triangles in North Carolina. Shout out to the Piedmont region of Virginia. Is this the PTI? No, airport? North Carolina. There's a Piedmont region in in Virginia, Ben. Are you sure? How could I'm you positive? Know? You it's a know? part of fourth grade VA VA history. I would know. I'm it up. I got Piedmont, straight C's. Virginia. <laughs> yeah. So actually, we went to one night. We went down to. Uh oh, the Ben oh, just cut out. Where, where'd you go, buddy? We lost him. I went to the wrong tab. Damn it all. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Um, We went down to Winston-Salem for dinner the one night, me and the other coaches. Okay. That's where Wake Forest is, I think. Yeah, Yeah, the Piedmont region. It's kind of the central part of Virginia. I'm from the – I guess it would be Valley and Ridge is where I'm from. Yeah. Old Valley and Ridge district. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize there was all these districts of uh, Virginia. Look at these mm-hmm. things. Coastal Plains. Raleigh terrain. Yep. 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 All right. All right. Well, when we talk, start talking VA history, as fun as it is for me, I know you guys have to hate it the most. There it is. So if nothing else, learn the uh, <laughs> the regions of Virginia. See, that's the one I learned. There were just three. Coastal Plain, Piedmont. Now they've added yeah. other ones. And then we'll leave you with this, this side-by-side of 
J.D. Maltasanti and Christopher Maltasanti. Hey. Good, good oh. job, J.D. Now you did a good job. He did a good job. Thank He's got you. a good hey, flow. Get... Go ahead. Wrestling okay. next week, Christian. Wrestling. We get to this do this. Weekend. More wrestle-offs, too. Can't wait. This is my last show for a while, though. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? U23s? Yeah. Oh. We have to get a co-host with a, with a functional neck. We'll try to find someone. At least I got Ben. Thank you guys so much for listening. So much good stuff coming. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Happy Halloween. Have a spooky, scary time. See you guys. Peace. All clear.